You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right, good morning. I am um, Pastor Brian. I'm here with you from Morning Breath, one of the pastors here at East Coast Christian Center, and it is my honor to spend the morning or afternoon or however you get this um, together uh, looking at the Word of God. This is a devotion. whether you get it, whenever you get it, it is meant to be the Word of God that transforms lives. And so we are here together in the studio. I have some friends in the studio with me today that I'm excited to do the show with. And uh, first, I'd say welcome, Felicia Walters. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. Will you tell people what you do around here at East Ooh, Coast? Oh, that's like, hard like, to why do. why are you in that seat? Like, what's, what do you do? I've been on staff at the church doing a little bit of everything for many, many years. But I help uh, primarily. I lead our communications and digital uh, outreach, and I, I lead our online campus. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. And uh, the online thing is uh, probably as important or more important than we've ever been, and uh, we're thankful for the part you play. Uh, Also in the studio, we have Lane Branham here with us, pushing faders and holding it all together. Lane, how are you doing, my friend? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for doing what you do. And this would not, the show would not happen right now if Lane wasn't doing what he was doing. We would, uh, we'd be sitting here (laughs) waiting for something to happen. And so thank you, Lane. Thanks for what you do. Appreciate you in all that you do around East Coast. So Lane uh, does a lot of production things from top to bottom. Uh, if you see it on a screen somewhere or you see a recording of something or an audio something, somehow Lane probably had something to do with it somewhere along the way. So whether that was prepping for it or mixing it or doing something afterwards, Lane's that guy. So thank you, Lane. Thanks for what you're doing. Yes, sir. My pleasure. And we're going to get into this. Uh, Fee, would you tell them, and I'm calling her Felicia Fee because that's what she goes by sometimes. So Fee, would you tell people um, how to get on board with the show? Yeah, man. If you want, if you're like man new around here, I don't know how to know what's coming up next. You can find all of our episodes of Morning Breath on our East Coast app. Uh, It's got everything, including... Uh, messages and events, anything. If you want to stay up to date with what's happening around East Coast, go to the app. You'll find Morning Breath on there or our website, eccc.us. Um, you can find all of our information there. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. If it's online, we're probably out there. And uh, if you're like, man, that's not my my jam, call our office, 321-452-1060, and we'll email it or even mail it to you. We will get the information to you. If you want to be a part, we'll find a way for you to do it. Yeah, the heart of this show is for us to read the Word of God ourselves, get together, talk about it. It's what we do in the studio, but you might read the Word of God, read the chapter in advance of listening to the podcast, or maybe you wouldn't, maybe you'd read it afterwards, like you'd you'd hear it, but the goal is that the Word of God would get on the inside of people, and that this would be the thing that would transform you from the inside out. The Word of God does that, and so we're thankful that you're joining us. We're thankful that you're part of it with us out there, and uh, wherever you might be getting it, you could be anywhere on the planet today and getting it, and we do uh, broadcast this live, 91.5. Five FM locally here in Brevard County as well. So if you're Brevard County, you could get it at three different times during the day on 91.5 FM. Check that out if you'd like. Uh, we do have some things going on around here at East Coast that we want you to be aware of. We think we'll help you uh, wherever this hits you. We do have some leadership uh, things going on. We have a leadership growth track that we've been teaching on leadership two hours a night on Thursday evenings this month. And this Thursday night will be the last of that. But you can get um, the the recordings from the first six hours. And there'll be two more hours this Thursday night. Get the recordings of the first six hours if you want by signing up. You can do that on our events page on our website. Also, we have Global Leadership uh, Network. The the whole Gleader, Global Leadership Summit is coming, which is an all-day event Thursday and Friday, the uh, 5th and 6th of August, which is just in a couple weeks now, or I guess it's next week now. And uh, we would love to have you come be a part of that with us. It is a global um, broadcast from all over uh, the country and uh, actually the world. There will be leaders, top-notch leaders, um, business owners, and uh, Christian leaders from all over the place that will broadcast 
um, to our location here in Merritt Island. And we have, I think, around 100 people that are signed up. There'll probably be 150 people when it's all said and done. Uh, to be a part of that, to grow in their leadership. As the leader rises, everything rises. And so we want to invest in you so that you and your impact could be greater, greater yeah. and have a farther reach. Yeah, it's an awesome event. I've been before, and it is uh, just incredible messages. So if you're like, man, Thursday and Friday, that would be hard to get to, it's worth it. Awesome. And then we have also a uh, our university. You want to tell about the yeah, university? Yeah, I'd love to tell you. You know, we believe that everybody has another step they can take, um, and we want you to get into the knowledge of the Word. That's part of what you're doing here at Morning Breath, and it's uh, something that we have more steps for you to take. If you're interested in just growing and learning, uh, we have ECCU, which is an accredited university here at our Merritt Island campus, so you can get a degree in theology or a degree in um, Christian ministry. We have lots of ministry opportunities yeah. to get your degrees there but we have something really cool happening this fall. Uh, we have become an extension campus of Southeastern University. They're uh, based over in Lakeland, and they are a much bigger school, and they've got some other opportunities. And as an extension campus, we are able to offer some degrees, uh, some extra degrees, so some behavioral and social sciences, leadership, digital media, some really cool options for you to be able to attend online, not have to go all the way to Lakeland, and you can get that degree and get it at a fraction of the cost of, of actually going to the university. So if you want to know anything about that, go to eccc.us, go to our website. We'll have all the information there for you. Yeah, it's pretty exciting, the partnership that we can develop where people can stay home and get a fully nationally accredited uh, college degree from our campus um, here in Merritt Island. It's pretty cool. So that's going to be a fun thing. We're in First Thessalonians chapter 4. That was a, another way of saying Thessalonians. Thessalonians. <laughs> um, we're in chapter four, and uh, I have the New American Standard Version. We're going to read it. Uh, what do you have over there for you? I am reading the NIV, the New International Version. Right on. We got 18 verses in this chapter. I have a break after eight, and so maybe I'll get you started. You read through eight. I'll pick it up at nine, and we'll go from there. Is that all right? Perfect. All right. I say to you, Fee, read, ma'am. All right, this is uh, the section is titled Living to Please God. It says, As for other matters, brothers and sisters, we instructed you how to live in order to please God, as, as in fact you are living. Now we ask you and urge you in the Lord Jesus to do this more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the pagans who do not know God, and that in this matter no one should wrong or take advantage of a brother or sister. The Lord will punish all those who commit such sins, as we told you and warned you before. For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. Therefore, anyone who rejects this instruction does not reject a human being, but God, the very God who gives you his Holy Spirit. All right, verse 9. Uh, now, as to the love of the brethren, you have no need for anyone to write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. For indeed, you do practice and practice it towards all the brethren who are all in Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, to excel still more and to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life and attend to your own business and work with your hands, just as we commanded you, so that you will behave properly towards outsiders and not be in any need. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brethren, about those who are asleep, so that you will not grieve as do the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. 
for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with uh, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Amen. Amen. All right. So there's a, I don't know, there's actually two distinct chunks of, uh, of, of things going on, I guess, in this chapter. And I honestly got caught up in the first half yeah. and uh, didn't really get too far deeply into, or I guess the, 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 the breath of God, we'll call it, um, as we do morning breath. I really feel like God spoke some things and uh, showed me some things in the top half or the first part of this. Um, actually, literally in verse one, I, I thought about this idea that um, at the end of that first verse, is, um, you've received from us instruction as to how you ought to walk and please God, just as you actually do walk, that you excel still more. You know, I think there's a, actually encouragement here that I really like that is going, hey, I notice that you're doing it right, but let's go. Let's not stay there. Let's not just be, you know, just get complacent in doing good, quote unquote. I think that somebody said, I don't know who the person is, but some wise person said something like, you know, the enemy of excellent is good. Like you can just get really comfortable in mm. good and just do good. And I think there's an encouragement here to go, hey, if you're doing good, let's go farther. Yeah. Let's not just sit back and just kind of hang out and like, hey, we're doing pretty good, but there's an encouragement going, hey, I notice you're doing great, which is a healthy principle as us, you know, as believers encouraging someone, they cease doing something right. Just literally before the show, we were talking um, with Lane here. We were at youth camp a couple, a little while back. And he and I were on a panel, a discussion panel together. Uh, there was a third person there, Kyle Barnett, who's a great leader around here at East Coast as well. And we had to answer some pretty hard questions, actually, that had been um, middle school and high school kids had said, hey, what about this or what about that? And Lane was saying, you know, how, how he's growing and, you know, his, his obedience to kind of just step out and speak more and doing all that, which is really fun and really exciting to watch. But I actually said, dude, you did a great job. Like, I felt like he did a good job. Now, was it perfect? Sorry, Lane, it wasn't perfect. But you know what? Nobody. It was it was good. Nobody is. Like Nobody I was is. on None the panel and I probably said some yes. dumb things. I probably said the wrong thing a few times or didn't prepare enough or all the things that we could feel about that. But when I encourage Lane going, hey, you did a good job, something happens in people yeah. when they recognize that they were recognized, that yep. they were noticed, right? And just the thought that Paul noticed that they were doing something good over here and, hey, Let's not just be content there. Let's actually go farther. I like that. I'm actually not that good at this. I'm bragging on myself of what I did here in this one moment five minutes ago or 10 minutes ago, but I'm not the best at this. I'm not the best at recognizing the good. Many mm-hmm. times I can see something wrong and go, hey, let's get better with that. It's actually easier, I think, to find the broken sure. and find and point that out than it is to find the good and praise that. So yeah. I don't know. What, yeah. what do you think? The about power that? of encouragement. It's 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 incredible. But, I, I you know, honestly, a lot of that spoke to me initially reading this chapter because I think there are a lot of uh, letters that Paul wrote that were a lot about what they weren't doing right. <laughs> he had to do a lot of correcting and, and this this particular letter, letter to the to the Thessalonians was, hey, you're doing the things that I already told you to do and that's so encouraging. But what I love even more, this do it more and more, that's what my translation says. Yeah. It says to do this more and more. I think it's indicative of a life in Christ because a life in Christ, there's never an end to things. Um, We might go, man, like you kind of said, like, I I got the encouragement thing right. Okay, well, keep doing it. Do it more and more, right? Like, and that is, I think that points to sanctification because it's a process. That's the life that we live in Christ is that we we never fully arrive. (laughs) The side of heaven, we will never fully arrive. And every time we walk deeply into something and it's easy to kind of go, oh, I got it. I got grace. I got love. I got whatever that thing is. And the Lord says, oh, but walk a few steps more. You got, Mm -hmm. there's still more here. So, and that's what I love about God and, and that we will 
spend the rest of our lives just searching out the depths of who he is and letting and and not just knowing about those things, but letting those things change us. That's sanctification is that we become more like Christ. Yeah, and so. it's a process, right? This right. is not like a hey, I arrived. I'm never going to arrive right. until I get to heaven. I will arrive then, and you know what? Then we're going to just get to enjoy the goodness of God yeah. in its fullness, which will be an incredible moment, incredible day. Not in a hurry to get there anytime soon. Got work to do <laughs> around here. Um, however, the idea that we're growing and we got to be growing. If we're going to be life giving, which we, it's one of the slogans here at East Coast that we're building a life giving church that lasts. If we're going to be life giving, we actually have to be growing to give life away, right? Like we right. can't be dying and thinking that we're giving something away. You know, in in death, you know, legacy and all the inheritance and all that is fine. But how about while we're living, let's yeah. give something away. And if you know. It, my wife and I have been doing a lot of marriage mentorship of late, um, spending some time with some couples. And one of the greatest things in marriage, I think, is when you recognize your spouse doing something good. If you see something good and praise that, yeah. it'll be repeated. You yeah. know, like we're, we're actually behavioral creatures that actually live a little bit on that praise principle. Like not everybody needs words of affirmation, which is one of these five love languages, a great book by Gary Chapman out there. That's a marriage book and relationship book, recognizing how somebody feels loved and feels valued in marriage. Not everybody needs words of affirmation, but you know what, whether you need it or not, it does something for you. There is value in that. And I would just encourage you, if you see something good, say something about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, you're, you're rolling through life today, whatever that looks like, you see something, say something. And you know what? You're going to actually elevate the environment wherever you go into when you do that. And again, another great leadership principle is elevate environments. Yeah. Let's not just like roll around and like be the deadbeat in the room yeah, yeah, or yeah. the one who drags things down. Let's actually pump things up and watch what happens in, in the lives. I love the idea that Paul was seeing something and going, hey, let's go even farther, that it was actually going to elevate things from where they were good to hopefully excellent, yeah. which he's saying, hey, you yeah. know, let's get to excellent. Yeah, I love, and honestly, with something that you just said points to another scripture you were talking about. If we're gonna, if we're gonna live lives that are life giving, we have yeah. to give away something that's worth having. And yeah. I loved in uh, verse twelve. Uh, Paul says, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders. And I think that that is such an interesting, like, it's hard for people to receive something that you have to say if you're not living a life that is worth something, that that is respectable, that they would look at and go, man, there's something different here, right? And he's going, come on, live your life in a way that people would respect you so that when you have something to speak into them, when you have the truth to deliver to them, they'll actually receive it, right? It's good. The the idea that you can win outsiders with how you behave. Yeah. You know, there there's a I don't know, there's there's some stuff out there about oh works and you know, faith and grace and what about works and mm. I would say that your neighbor needs your works. God yes. doesn't need your works. God needs your God needs your love and uh, wants your love and wants relationship. But your neighbors need to see you doing good. Yeah. They need to see that you're different. They need to see that you're not just like everybody else. You got something different on the out on the inside of you yeah. that actually got to the outside. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's great. You pray a prayer to receive Christ, and something changes on the inside. Yeah. But now your neighbor needs to see that change on the yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. The unbeliever, the outsider, quote unquote, which feels even hard to say that like sure. somebody's on the out. But there really are people who don't know Jesus, and right. they need to, they need to know what you got is valuable and is life giving. And it is something. Um, How we do that, verse 11 says, to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. (laughs) That's a hard thing to do in the era we live in today. Like, there are so many ways to use your voice and to live a out there life, whether that's social media things, whether that's, I don't know, there's just a lot of ways for you to get your voice out there. And I I think there's health in getting your voice out there, but you should be careful that your life is quiet. Yeah. Because chaos 
versus quiet. Let's not let's not live chaotic lives yeah. just so the world goes, man, what's going on over there? Let's actually live quiet lives and let your voice matter when you do use your voice. Yeah. You know, I've tried to I've tried to live this way personally. It, I've been challenged. Actually, this when I was reading this chapter, this um, verse eleven and twelve were highlighted in my Bible in my Bible app here um, because I've been here before, and it's like yeah. I, I want I want God to work in me first before I start teaching out of something. And this is something that I've been working on personally to go make my voice matter when I say something. I want it to matter. I don't want to just be blasting things out there all the time. And that does it does matter. Your your neighbors and the world around you they care about your voice, but not if you just start. Splash and stuff everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and and what bolsters when you do speak up is a life of integrity, right? Huh. Like, if you speak up, even if you speak up only occasionally, if you're still not trustworthy, people aren't going to respect <laughs> what you have to say. Yeah. Um, I think about my dad. My dad is very quiet, but when he speaks up, everybody listens. That's good because. He waits until there's something worth saying before he starts speaking. And his life has been lived in such a, a, a way of integrity that you just go, man, I, I have to, I need to listen to what That's he's good. got to say. So it's good. You know, there's some, uh, there's some challenge here about the behavior, about how you're living. And um, like you're mentioning integrity things, there's some mention in the, in the beginning of this chapter about, you know, sexual immoral things and that, you know, if, uh, if somebody rejects you and when you're trying to correct them and all these things about the purpose of impurity and sanctification, when you get to verse eight, it says, so he who rejects this is not rejecting man, but the God who gives the Holy Spirit to Ooh. you. And that's a pretty powerful thing for, yeah. uh, you know, those of us that are doing ministry that are trying to help people and correct people and help people walk in a way that is worthy of their calling, if that makes sense. Like that's kind of Christianese, but really trying to elevate people's, you know, help people elevate their own lives to lead themselves well so that they can lead others well. And in some of those conversations, it's hard sometimes, and you have to address some things that uh, that leaders have to address and, you know, and encouraging people to come on, take another step, let's go. And you get rejected. You can get, you know, I was talking to my wife recently about, she was asking, and some people to do some things and felt like she's just getting like just ghosted which yeah. ghosted is like the term for nobody even responding to you right <laughs> like you're asking people to do something they're not or you're getting all these rejections like hey people are just saying no or doing this and i'm thinking you know what um welcome to leadership yeah, on some level like yes. that is that is leading people is you're going to get rejected you're going to get you know some pushback but you have to recognize that the pushback is not against you not against man or woman but it's yeah. against actually the spirit of god in you and when people are turning you you know going hey i don't know about that you know, we got to let, we got to pray and just let God deal with somebody's heart. You know, it, my words are powerful, but not nearly as powerful as God's word. Yeah. Right? And when God speaks, they could, that will move people. And so I, I just challenge, you know, like maybe we should be praying for God to speak to people's hearts in advance of the hard things that we got to yeah. say, yeah. because God will do that. God will, God will um, quicken things in them or will bring things alive when we do actually have to address something versus just blasting into a situation and correcting and fixing something. Mm -hmm. And then you get some resistance and that's yeah. hard. And I think knowing what your what is your lane and what's not your lane, oh, yeah. right? Like I want to be obedient. I want to say and live in a way like that the scriptures tell me to, and then trust the Holy Spirit to do what only the Holy Spirit can do because it's not my job to change your heart. Yeah, It's my job to be obedient to the, 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 voice of the Lord that's leading me. And then I have mm -hmm. to say, and now I trust you that the Lord, right? Yeah. Like I, <laughs> He's I can't actually more do trustworthy, it. Yeah. And right? he's so like, much more trustworthy. Oh. So, you know, I think that it's something that I think about as a communicator that I want to, I want to, I want you to leave a conversation with me thinking about something differently than you thought before. I don't want, I don't need you to leave the conversation with your mind changed because yeah. that's not my place to do that. I want to bring up something that you'd walk away thinking, man, I never thought about it like that. Mm -hmm. 
And now you are on on a collision course with the Holy Spirit yourself, yeah. who is the one who changes you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's this. I mean, verse three it says, "For this is the will of God, your sanctification." That is that the idea that when we have conversations with people, that we are actually we're trying to help somebody move forward, but letting them actually see a bit of hope of what's possible with God if they'll step out there. You know, I, I think about um, there's some songs out there about you know walking on the water, stepping on the water. You know where. Um, you know, where feet may fail, yeah. And yeah. where where God wants to actually get you out there where it's beyond yourself. We get to help people get out there where it's beyond themselves. Yeah. And in that beyond themselves, some pretty awesome things can happen in people's lives. I recognize that I would not be sitting at this table right now doing this show had people not encouraged me or beckoned me to go a little bit farther, you know, and to, to just kind of reach a little farther, to dream a little bit farther, to actually grow a little bit farther. And But at the end of the day, if God didn't speak to me, if God didn't lead me here, I would not be doing this. Like, I don't care who, what powerful leader or powerful friend or whatever told me to do something. I'm just not that guy that's just going to go, yeah, so-and-so said, so let's go. Like, um, I would still be nervous. I would still be, you know, in fear and trembling. Like, I would not be doing a lot of things that I do had the grace of God not empowered me to do that. In any process of cleaning your life up or sanctification, quote-unquote, it has to be led by God and not by men only or women only. It won't work. I can't. I could tell you to stop smoking or something to knock that whatever that is. That not that smoking's the end of the world, but you know what? God's got better for you than that out there. And so my word to you is not enough. You need the, you need the breath of God to breathe on it. Just like this radio show. This radio show. We could talk about scripture or we could talk about what God breathed on. And there's two different things there. Like these are words on a page that we can talk about. Words on a page that we can talk about the the breath of God, the life of God in the Word of God, and it comes alive and it'll speak to somebody out there. And our hope is that this that would happen. That's why we do this. Day after day after day, we preach the Word of God. We share what God breathed on to us, and you know what? There's power in that, that what God breathed on for us, He might just do similarly for you. And so um, I I just want to help you out there go, let God breathe on it. And People are going to, you know, people are going to say things, but hopefully that will be a confirming word, and it won't be the only word. It won't be, you know, enough to walk out on water. You know, Peter walked on water. It was because Jesus' word was enough to come out there and do it, not because Peter thought it was a great idea, right? <laughs> when as soon as he thought he, he got this, he started to sink, you know, and all of us could sink. All of us could fall short if we're doing it on our own words. Yeah, yeah. it's good. All right. Um, what else stuck out to you? Anything else? Let's we got see. about uh, 40 seconds or so before the break. You got anything else there? Man, I, you know, just living a life led by Holy Spirit. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, if we I'm could do that, that, if we could do that well. <laughs> we just get that, yeah, that we, very we, simple thing. How do we do that? How do we live a life, <laughs> you know, led of the Spirit of God? You know, I would say that I'm I'm, I'm good at this only because others have helped me with it and because I could go, hey, like, what do you think about this? Or, hey, Fee, what do you think yeah. about this? Because we have community, yeah. again, that can help us understand what is the voice of God and what isn't the voice of God. What does the Spirit of God sound like to you? What does it sound like to me? And when that actually confirms one to another, now we can actually make progress and be led of the Spirit because I didn't honestly know what the Spirit of God sounded like when I came to Christ. And so I need help with that. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone. 
So come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, welcome back. I, uh, I'm i going to kick it back over to you, Fee. What, uh, what, what else? Well, let's talk about that back end yeah. of the chapter. What, so what's let's going take a on look there? at it. We, and like we were saying in the break, you know, this, cha- this verse 13, this brothers and sisters, we don't want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you don't grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. And it's something that we maybe read at funerals and you know memorial services where it, but it's it's something that's so applicable to all of us in life in Christ that this is the very hope that we have and Paul said in verse 18 encourage one another with these words and there's some so maybe some eschatology wrapped in there and that is less important than the truth that is He's coming back for us and that there is eternity. There is full lives attached to uh, what what Christ has done for us. And when we say yes and we step into the family of God, we get to reap the full benefits. And that is a full life now. That's a full life in eternity. And that gives us hope to keep 
getting up one more time and keep trying again one more time. So uh, I I love that. I love that it gives us hope to get up one more time. I love that it gives us hope to help somebody else get there. You know, like I, I think about in sharing these at a memorial setting, there are people who are in a moment of I don't know what's happening right now, but I know that I want us not not end this to be the final word, yeah, right? And yeah. many times when somebody passes away, it feels it's just like an end. But really, it's actually graduation day. Like yeah. you're going to be with Jesus. If you have if you have a relationship with Christ, you are going better places where there's no more tears. There's you know streets of gold where there's you know just the best of the best that we could even comprehend with our head and some. Yeah. Right? And so, do we have hope beyond a moment that is hard and is grievous? Yes, we should with Jesus, and we want to help other people experience that hope. If we can help some one more person, you know, experience the hope of a relationship with Christ, not only for here but for eternity. Wow, yeah, that's what on. we're doing this all for. That's what this whole life is about with Jesus. Let's go encourage some people, give some people hope today. God bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.